This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. If I were you show The best podcast around, yeah. The best podcast around, well, you can't forget about Earwolf. They got quite a few podcasts, too. But back to if I were you, yeah. Well, you can't forget your mom's house. Stop. Can't forget Southern Crown. Don't. You can trust some family. I Don't go wrong. Don't bang in the road. No, 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 no. These are funny shows. You got train drops falling on a rainy day. Oh, you're off script. Another diss track. We've been trolled. <laughs> We're absolutely been trolled. I hate that. and love that one. That was so good and bad and mean and funny to us. It was written by Taylor, who's 19 years of rage, he says. Whoa. And he's also on the latest season of American Idol. What? Yeah. No. To summarize, in life, I wish you the best. In chicken, I wish you the breast. And needless to say, in treasure, I wish you the chest. My Instagram is... At Taylor Va- Van Cleve official is is it uh, is is it legit Instagram Taylor Van Cleve yes uh, his his name yields a uh, New Jersey singers to Hollywood for American Idol uh, news story wow and not just to audition like to be on the show oh no to open call that's a pass for me dog <laughs> nice Taylor Van Cleve. I wonder how many great singers there are in the world that just don't know it because they never sing. Maybe there's a decent No, I mean, amount. not you. Oh. <laughs> You've obviously sung before, and it's, it was awful. I was just saying, I was just, I was yeah. concurring with you. I really do think maybe there's a decent amount of... I obviously was talking about me. Oh, oh my God. That was so bad. That was not even warmed that up. Was, well, yeah, it was, clearly wasn't warmed up. It was so much worse than mine. <laughs> no. Yes, it was. We should do an actual American Idol style. See who has a better singing voice, me or you. We'll, right. let, we'll let the people decide. Okay. I think, what didn't I What's, say? Like, I wanted you to sing something earnestly once. Yeah. Or, like, I need a week to prepare. <laughs> no, I said I needed, it needed to not be funny to me anymore. Because yeah. I knew that I would like, <laughs> Laugh. I, would, I would not take it seriously. Okay. Um, now I won't either. So singing contest. You gotta, okay, yeah. Well, you and I will have a singing contest. I feel and, like you and have people to have, would like vote for which one did better. And what's what song do you think you would choose? Uh, I would probably choose a Weezer song since right. my voice is already kind of like yeah, the that's Weezer. like close to his yeah. range. And I would do a Rob Thomas. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah. But like so smooth or something? Yeah, well, not smooth. It'd probably be like a little bit more of a, like, um, oh, I wonder what it's like to be the rainmaker. No, yeah. I'm not. He's he's not in my range either. Actually, <laughs> uh huh. My voice is a little maybe a Goo Goo Dolls. What's a Goo Goo Dolls song? Um, Baby's black balloon <laughs> makes it fly. That's a little too deep too. What about? Oh, my eyes wide open. 
Who's that? Ondo son la. Yeah, that's good. Creed. No, I don't think so. I don't think. I'll maybe I'll just do something simple like ball with the ball. The ball. Oh, you <laughs> do Kid Rock. Ball with the ball, the ball. Yeah. 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 Maybe I do like. Yeah, motherfucker. Like first off, fuck your bitch in the yeah uh, west that, side. That, when we ride, come equipped with gangs. You claim to be a player, that? but I fucked your wife, Tupac. So that's not even like a yeah. That's not really singing. That's yeah. that's rapping. Yeah, <laughs> I get I get that, and I understand where you're coming it's from. It's not really. You have a good rapping voice, but if you have a good rapping voice, it's not necessarily a singing voice, right? Yeah, and it's rare that you have both, right? Drake has it. Drake what? Has it both? <laughs> That's what I would do. I would do a Drake song. Like what? Like, uh, um, prob- I would do Take Care. Take Care by Drake? Yeah. Let's hear it. Uh, no, I can't, I'm not, I can't just fucking <laughs> bust it to Take Care. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I honestly, I can't even think of the, of how it starts. Hold on. Give me a second. Um, one time, you and all your girls in the club. One time, no, I yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I can't. That was really good. Really, that was like awesome. Were you talking or singing? Because it sounded so clear to me. We both made mistakes, girl. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Like is that? That's good. That was really good. But that was like a little taste. Like I want like <laughs> I, that was an appetizer. And my, now my like mm-hmm. my my tongue is wet for more. <laughs> I'll be there for you. I don't care for you. You keep saying you just don't know. <laughs> Try to run for that. Stop it. That. Stop it. Because <laughs> no. it's so good. Because you said you have the taste. So bad. Uh, you wet my appetite <laughs> with an amazing little amuse-bouche, a, a, a dumpling that I loved. And then for the main course, you fed me coal. And for that, <laughs> I am in dog. I you're through to Hollywood. You're in. Yes, you like because it. you gave me something during that appetizer that made me realize it's in you, and whatever happened during the the, the, the second, second part. part, and that'll never happen again, dog. I think I promise I, you. I think, dog, for you and for me, that was a that would have been a pass for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. But what happened, dog, was totally different. It's not going to be a pass. Yeah. So for you, that was really good. Wow. And for me, I would choose um, a song that's close to everyone's hearts. Go ahead. Um, someday somebody's going to ask you oh, a question that you should me? say yes to once in your life. Oh. Baby, tonight I've got a question. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> Knock it off. You're accosting me. And for you, dog, what That's, do you think? You're obviously through to Hollywood, dog. <laughs> oh, my God. We're on the search for the worst singers in America. <laughs> and you're it, dog. It's me, you, and Van Cleave. It's American Idol, but spelled I-D-L-E. <laughs> People so stagnant in their music career that they have to be American for it. It makes sense. And you are through to Hollywood for that, dog. Uh, all right, this isn't a singing competition. This is a fire you, the only advice podcast on the web, hosted by me and me. I'm Randon Jackson, and I'm Simon Crowell. <laughs> uh, this is our first episode at, that I hope comes out after we are we have announced the new Headgum Live 2019 show. That Look, is correct. This is our biggest Headgum Fest to date. We usually go to South by Southwest. Um, but this time we said, let's make it a little bigger uh, in a more glorious city. So we're moving from Austin to Chicago. Shy town baby. The Big Apple. The Windy well, City. Not really the Big Apple. The, the City of city. Angels. Not the City of Angels either. You Austin, had it when you Texas. Did the, not Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. The different. Right? That was the old one. That's not, even, that's not even like a nickname. That was just the wrong city. You know about Shy town do you think about me now and then? Do you think about me now and then? Because I'm going home again. Baby, we should start again. That was incredible. Really? Could you see the tears rolling down my cheeks? <laughs> no. That's because I'm not crying. That's because Mickey. you suck, Mickey. 
<laughs> you can't sing, Mickey. You Your don't... husband. You never was, Mickey. And I want you to go to Hollywood, Mickey. I want you to stare Simon Cowell in the face and sing for him what I just heard. Because once he gets a whiff of that taste, Mickey, he'll want another one. Mix of Mickey and audition. <laughs> Very good. I love it. Uh, Headgum Live 2019. It's not only this podcast. It's also not another D&D podcast. It's NADPOD. It is Nicole Byers' Why Won't You Date Me podcast. It is us. It is Doughboys. Wow. It I... is Hey Riddle Riddle. It is maybe Twinovation. They haven't accepted or rejected yet. Yeah, they're a little slow on the uptick, but we're hoping to God they'll be there too. Um, so we're coming with not only us, but so many of our HeadGum friends. The show's going to be big. The theater's awesome. Uh, we could fit like 600 people in there. We're going to have six shows, six shows yeah. over the course of three days. Full weekend, baby. And uh, tickets are just getting announced this week if we play our cards right. Right. So if you go to jakeandamir.com, maybe headgum.com, we'll pr- try to put them as many places as possible. Yeah. Buy a ticket for our show. Buy a ticket for my D&D show. Buy a ticket for all of the shows. We Hate Come, Movies, I should say, is also yeah. going to be there. Come for the whole weekend. Come uh, and hang. It's going to be fun. And even if we're not performing, we'll be there hanging out. Uh, so come on by and, yeah. and see as many as possible. You see me after the show, baby. We haven't we haven't been to Chicago in a minute. Yeah, I don't think I've been to Chicago. I don't even remember the last time we did a show there. Same. It's been a long time since I've been to Chicago. And it was probably two years ago that we did that. I really hope it's not snowing in June. It's yeah. not going to be snowing. In June, it won't right? be snowing, but with 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 the wind chill, it'll be <laughs> negative forty two. <laughs> Shit. Just, it's just not going to be dreary that day. And. uh we're not even doing a Midwestern run. So if you're in Madison, Detroit, Minneapolis, make a fucking weekend out of it. Yeah. Hell, if you're in Austin and you feel like we let you down by not going to South by. Hop on that, hop on that bus and yep. come to HeadGum Live. Uh, tickets available, hopefully, now. Uh, all right, let's see if we can answer some questions, shall we? Yes. Do what we came here for. About time. Uh, this one was written by a lady uh, who's in AP Physics. So we'll call her Sunny, the name of my AP Physics teacher in high school. That's right. I took college-level physics as an 11th grader. I stared that curriculum in the eye, and I said, I want to take the exam at the end of the year. I want to be graded as such. I am a 16-year-old, but my level in physics is so high it is college level it is advanced placed yeah i want to i was busy getting a second base in high school (laughs) okay really actually no (laughs) but i also failed physics (laughs) (laughs) you what i failed (laughs) physics you said also (laughs) i failed physics (laughs) i failed physics man can't even talk anymore i failed physics (laughs) man I actually barely passed the exam. It was quite a hard course for me. Really? I spoke a big game, but I, I missed a lot of the curriculum. Mm. I had acne that year, <laughs> and it sort of sidelined me. Acne, bacne, and thacne. I that had, is thick bacne. I had echinacea. I had rosacea. I had euthanasia. <laughs> That's right. I spent four weeks killing kids in Japan. I had euthanasia. Twice over. But this question is from Sonny. Hello, I'm a senior in high school, and this year in AP Physics, I got placed next to my friend's brother. Long story short, we hit it off. We have the same sense of humor and are both extremely smart and athletic. He's one year younger, but I don't even relate to his sister as much as I relate to him. We've hung out a few times, and he was the one who actually introduced me to Jake and Amir. Hey. Cool. I really like him, and he introduced me to so many new things and surprises me so often with little quirks like origami, juggling, and solving a Rubik's Cube way too fast for a cool person. Sounds like my kind of guy. (laughs) He always says things that make me way too hopeful, like, you're one of the smartest and funniest girls I know, which is crazy to hear because he is usually an impatient, hypocritical asshole who doesn't like most people, a.k.a. just my type. But, like, what do I do about his sister? Me and her don't talk very much and are nothing alike, physically and in personality. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Skipped a line. Me and her don't talk very much anymore, but, it's, but it is super awkward to run into her while I'm hanging out with her younger brother. Then again, she's adopted. So, it's cool, right? 
Huh? They are nothing alike physically and in personality. But I knew her first. <laughs> I don't even, and I don't even know if he likes me like that. Sure, he snuck me into his house to do acid that one time, and we've slept in his bed together, but he also hates commitment and seems to not give a shit about a lot of things. And I'm cool with a casual relationship, but at least let it be a step above just friends. Again, the whole sister thing is an issue. Will I ruin their family? I feel like I can't tell anyone how close we are because of all the technicalities. How do I handle this? Not sure if I can keep it on the low. He's a six foot five inch basketball MVP, awesome. and I'm the salutatorian, musical theater star. Any help is appreciated. Love your show. Love, Sonny. That's a fucking TV movie in the making, right? Sonny came home. Like six foot five basketball star and the salutatorian uh, theater nerd. Salutatorian is second Salut- place. Yeah, that's a weird thing high schools do that they uh, they rank people and give them little names like that. Yeah, second place is funny because it just it's just the first loser, you know. I salute you, salutatorian. Not quite the valedictorian, right? Yeah. No, that person beat you, but second place is pretty good too. What was your rank at school? We didn't even have ranks. I went to a private school. Maybe that's a public school thing. Like the public schools literally give you a number out of a number, right? Right, I think like you're sixty third out of one twenty two. You like fully know. Why is that? Why do you think they tell that to people? Is it to make the smart people feel good and the dumb people feel like they should work harder? Maybe, maybe for like college admissions. There's no reason to know your rank. Do you remember any of your ranks? I also went to private school, so you never Um, got the ranks. I think I don't know. There was like a rumor going around school that uh, that there was like rankings, but. Yeah, school rankings should be, like, private, like a thing that you hear about. It's weird that they print it on your report card. Yeah. Your I mean, individual I knew I would, ranking. My, my ranking was definitely low, though. And then how do they tell? Is it just purely just GPA? Like, just... Because there's also, like, the teacher's list of the hottest students. Were you on that? That's right. I was on, the, I was on that. Yeah. I was the third... It was called the Puditorian. I was the third ugliest <laughs> male in my weight class. In your weight class. <laughs> so they would they would weigh us. What was your weight class in high school? I was 115 and under. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I was the puditorian and the scronatorium. Right. Uh, so Were you not the judatorian? <laughs> no, everyone was the judatorian in my school. They would put us all, there was a scale on stage, and they would weigh us all, they would pants us, and they would see who had the stretchiest sack. So, and that, was, that would make you... I had the tottest the sack. Yeah, oh, so the least amount of the wrinkles. Yeah, that was so I was you third the, ugliest, uh, scrawniest, and I had the greasiest skin with a tight sack <laughs> and a greasy pimple. Oh, and guess what? I was in AP physics, failing. Yes, <laughs> failing. <laughs> uh, the thing is, I cheated at honors physics, so what they upgraded me. What was this girl's me. problem? Uh, should I date someone's uh, who I'm friends with her sister? This is her brother, but she's adopted. Does the adopted thing play into it? No. <laughs> I like how it's like she's adopted. They're nothing alike physically. Yeah, I figured. Unless it's just this weird coincidence where you look like the person that adopted you. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I think if she says anything, he's like, "He's not even your real brother. You're adopted, right?" And then you and the boyfriend laugh. And then it's, <laughs> come on, don't be a dick to her. And then you walk away. <laughs> what is this role play? That... So it's two girlfriends. Huh? Are, is the girl, yeah. Like, they're friends. That's and, right. And But now she likes this girl's younger brother. brother. Okay. Which happened to you? you? Somebody dated your sister? Knock it off. Was it an awkward situation? Cool it. Cool it. And if you were adopted, would that make him less hesitant to do so? I guess that... It makes sense that that would be in the person who wants in on the fam, in their mind. Yeah. But I feel like to the fam, you grow up with somebody, It's your that's your sibling, you know? So it's not really like, I, I don't, how often do you think about like, this is my brother, we share blood. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's more like, this is my brother, I've known him since I was zero. And yeah, now you're really, now you're at dinner with my fucking right. parents and I'm here too and it's weird to me but at least for me it was like 
I didn't want it to happen because I was like, I don't want you guys to hurt each other and for it to be weird. But then they dated for a very, very long time, and it ended up being nice. Oh, that's I would nice. prefer that I had the two people that I love love each other and be in my life even more. Uh, so, like, if the choice is they hook up and it's weird, or they hook up and stay together and get married and that's my family. I would choose the second one. Well, obviously I would choose that one. If and the the third option is like <laughs> you just remain friends and sibling. Of those three options, I'd choose marriage togetherness. So I guess the weird thing is that you don't really know what's going to happen if it's going to be the marriage and together yeah. or hook up and weird. For me it turned out dating for 4 years and then breaking up. So that's wasn't super convenient either. <laughs> that, but that option is on the table here. It's yeah. in play. Or you can say like, oh, if I get married to your brother, I guess we can both be your parents' fake daughter. <laughs> Stop being such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this role play. Yeah, it's I sort of like so bully much. cosplay. <laughs> yeah. But the, <laughs> the guy's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like, don't be so fucking mean to my stupid sister. <laughs> Stop, Sheila, let's go. I've never heard you do this voice before. Sonny, stop being like a little bitch. You're like a chill hero (laughs) douchebag. Yeah. Because like he's not stopping her. Right. But like he he like sort of feels bad that he has to like tell her. Don't talk bad about my family. Come on. Come on, let's fucking go. We're gonna go make out. Where are they going? (laughs) Yeah, we're going under the bleachers. Bye. You're adopted. Shut up. So am I. What? What's the big deal? <laughs> I honestly had no idea that you were adopted. <laughs> Why did you need me to have parents? <laughs> my gift is my song, and this one's for you. And you can tell everybody that this is your song. It might be quite simple that now Not that it's cool it. Just really, you like really have to cool it. Stop it's being like... such a bitch. <laughs> Come on, Sonny, let's just go. <laughs> so Sally can wait. Oh. She knows it's too late as she's walking. <laughs> oh. Key change. Whisper change. <laughs> so slides away. You're an ugly singer. <laughs> And it's not just the voice. It's the face you make makes you ugly. I'm, you're actually going to make me look back in anger. <laughs> you're going to make you me look, look back in anger right now. Just shut up. I'm serious, uh, Sonny. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's take a break. We'll be back after thanking a few sponsors. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. 
Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti-movement, really. No, it's that's a non-movement good. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitnessnah.com. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? <laughs> um no how about headgum live again june i don't think we have said the date oh so okay june 14th 15th 16th i believe yeah middle of june should we go back and edit in <laughs> the beginning no it, it creates intrigue Ooh, yeah, i, hope I guess we available. gave people the url they could yeah. search so it's mid-june chicago right headgum live of course our show your other show various other my other show family. you just Toss it aside. My other show. Jake's other show. It's like your little side thing. The My little side thing. The hard one thing. It's the hard. hard one family hour or whatever the fuck it's called. It's All right. Hard one for... family hour. Not another <laughs> D&D podcast. And it is not any other D&D podcast. It's the best podcast in the fucking world. <laughs> Makes this one look like a piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, all right. Sorry. You guys love it. Oh, this is you singing. The sky was gold. It was rose. I was taking sips of it through my nose, and I wish I could get back there someplace. Back there. <laughs> Who made the D and D theme song? <laughs> what? You guys don't have a theme song. Um. I th- yeah, we do. It's like this story. Is it like royalty free music? Um. I don't know if Emily makes like almost all of the music in that show. So maybe she did it. But I'm not sure if she made the theme song. I, I think that might have been like royalty-free music that Murph bought. Oh, I see. Um, but smart. then after that, it's all been Emily. Very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say maybe I would suggest uh, LASIK as my unsolicited advice, but though this is coming out the week after I got it, yeah, uh, I still haven't received it and didn't yet. I suggest it as my unsolicited advice? Yes, you did. And wow. here I am taking it. That's fucking cool of me. Unless I'm completely blinded, so I will wait. <laughs> I'll feel I'll, bad if that happens. If I was blinded, some yeah. people do LASIK one eye at a time just for that fear. Really? Yeah, they're like, if you got, if you're gonna blind me, I'm not giving you that second eye, dumbass. <laughs> Jokes on you, brother. You I only did though, one eye. <laughs> one eye is blind, and the other one is like negative four and a half. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, fine, well, fuck it. Just try to do the other eye. Because what I, are the odds? If of I'm only gonna it? have one good one. I want it legit. Yeah. Has anyone? I don't want to put a contact in, in the it. history of LASIK done LASIK one eye at a time because they were so freaked out about being blind <laughs> and they were right. <laughs> well, you motherfucker, it actually turned out better to be safe than sorry, right? <laughs> Jesus. You're not getting you. the other eye, Doc. <laughs> Imagine if I did them both, you bastard. All right. Uh, I'm not fucking paying you for this one, obviously, and I need a. I need a monocle recommendation. <laughs> this is so fucking absurd. I'm happy. I'm I'm happy that I was vindicated. But fuck you, right. dude. I've got to admit, it feels a little good to be right. 
<laughs> it's all. You quack. <laughs> Aff quack. <laughs> no, I'm going to leave you a fucking three-star Yelp review right, for that. And I do the aff quack thing I'd be completely, because I am gonna, I'm going to use my insurance to sue you. I said... I said I wanted to do one at a time, and you kind of giggled at yourself, being <laughs> you like, had suit this yourself. Goal from the get-go. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, fuck you for not believing in me, and then for blinding me, and then I have to wear one, one contact. I can't play catch with my little boy you know what, anymore. Fuck I'm going to attack you. Don't hold me back. Let me at him. <laughs> the laser's getting your other eye. No, 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 no. No, uh, no, no. That's smart. That hurt me. Uh, all right. Stay tuned for how my my experience went. <laughs> Hopefully better than this midlife man with a mustache who's now blind in one eye. A Ned Flanders of sorts. Uh, all right. Yeah. Time for uh, some more questions here. Yeah. Uh, this one is from an Indian man who we'll call Kunal, our Indian friend. Hi guys, Kunal here. Hope you guys are doing well and toda to Jake on getting married. I'm in a bit of a sticky situation here and I was hoping y'all could shed some light on it. Okay. My girlfriend and I have been dating for a little over a year and a half and everything is absolutely perfect. But? (laughs) So not absolutely perfect. Just say things are great. You don't have to right. say absolute and perfect. People feel guilty as they're writing this. A hundred percent, no complaints except for this one thing. I, did, I, did I ever tell you about the one? T- this is a real non sequitur, and I apologize. Well, let's but I, This it. is like, I feel like kind of the vibe of like when you're writing something. You feel a little guilty almost as you're doing it. Yeah. Um, so you're like, I, if she ever hears it, just know that I said you're absolutely perfect. Right. But I like, all right. So I, I, I had like... I didn't really have a journal when I was a kid, but when I was in sixth grade, I was like really mad at my mom and I like wrote in a, I just like had like a yellow legal pad and I just like wrote this like angry letter of like, (laughs) it's like basically my first entry of a dear diary, but I only started this like legal pad because I really had to vent about Uh like some shit my mom was doing. I can't remember what it was. But I went to town, and then the second half was just me, like, systematically taking everything back. And the one detail I remember is that, like, my parents were, like, trying to buy a beach house, which I, like, vented about in this. Because they haven't pulled the fucking trigger yet. (laughs) No, because I thought it was so ugly. I wanted to spend the summer, like, with my friends, and I didn't want to, like, go to the beach every day. And I was like, this, and it sucks. It's so ugly. And then... Two sentences later, I'm like, and I guess it's not that bad, and I love my mom. <laughs> just in case you found it? No, just because I felt guilty putting it into the world that I was like, that I was mad. Like, just. It was so therapeutic that you did a complete 180 by the time yeah, you finished this. Like, letter. I can't talk shit about my mom. I love her. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, I guess I was 12. Oh, pretty solid. Sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Not yet a woman. <laughs> Actually, you know, maybe it was fifth. I'm not a girl, <laughs> not yet a woman. Now we're finding our range. All I need is time, a moment that is mine. Yeah, but that song sucks. She's so lucky. Oh. She's a star, but she shut up. Cry, cry, cry with the broken heart. Shut up. Thinking. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Hold on. Shut up. I'm singing. <laughs> She's so lucky. Oh. Shut up. Shut and up. anytime I see her oh my in my God. dreams, I what see is... your face. It's haunting me. I guess I'll need you, baby. <laughs> so you know the lyrics or no? <laughs> I don't. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, the only thing that seems to be a bit of an issue between us. Oh, here. Uh, sorry, I skipped this part. Uh, we live together in a small town, and I can't get enough of each other, even though we're almost always together. She's definitely the girl I want to marry. She's from a small town in Texas, and I was born in India, but grew up all over the world and moved here in 2012. The only thing that seems to be a bit of an issue between us, uh, that we have some wildly differing views on certain topics. <laughs> One of the biggest ones that we always seem to argue about is whether we should eventually get a firearm for protection. I'm pro-gun control and don't want to have a gun in the house, but she believes that we will need it when we have a family just in case. 
I also feel strongly for things like Black Lives Matter and support things like Black Panther, the movie, and This Is America by Childish Gambino. That's such a light stance. On... <laughs> I support this song, but she feels stuff like that and any discourse about race relations like Spike Lee's speech at the Oscars are inappropriate and not everything should be about race and stuff like that. She believes people who, quote, throw the race card at everything are actually racist. I love her more than life itself, but whenever topics like this come up, we have little arguments that make me wonder if these are deal breakers. Sorry for the long question, but if you guys could shed some light on my quandary, I would really appreciate it. Break up with her. Oh, those are deal breakers to him? They're deal breakers. You don't know what he thinks, if that's fine. I think if you are in a perfect relationship, he's in this, like, honeymoon romance stage and you're arguing over these really really large issues (laughs) well let's start with the gun gun control and racism this is gun control to major tom gun control to racist tom (laughs) uh really makes the grade uh if jill really really wanted a gun did you get a gun if she no no way even if she's like, I'll out. put it in a safe. I would move out before I I allowed a gun in my house. Really? I don't think I would be that against guns. I don't want a gun, but if she's like, I really, really want one and we could put it in a safe, I'd be like, sure, go for it. I mean, I'd really want to... No, I, w- I wouldn't stand for it. you say no. A gun in a safe, what is that for? It's for my protection? <laughs> yeah, you hear someone break in, you fucking, oh, get up, get up, get up. <laughs> then you go to the fucking closet. <laughs> <laughs> safe <laughs> opening <laughs> now. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Spin it twice. Go past your room. You have to clear it. <laughs> They're already in your bedroom using a fucking AR-15. Right. I feel like for the gun to make sense as protection, it has to be like not in a safe. Yeah. It has to be like... It has to be Bond style under the pillow. <laughs> Duct taped. Like under the bed. You grab and then, it and, and then go. at that point it's not safe because it's not in a safe. Yeah. It's a loose gun in the house. Yeah. It's almost like if someone breaks in the house to kill me, I deserve it and mm-hmm. I should die for it. Right. And if they break in the house to rob me, then I'll pretend to be asleep until they're gone. <laughs> but I don't need this. to get into a firefight with the guy robbing me, right? <laughs> and I'll fucking pretend like he got me if he right. shot me. I guess if someone was breaking into my house, I would just sneeze really loud. So he'd like, oh shit, someone's home. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Do you have a baseball bat? I do have a baseball bat. That's cool. Yeah. That's, a, that's as far as you'll get. Yeah. Imagine. And I've used the baseball bat. What do you mean you've used it? I've gone to town on some criminals. <laughs> <laughs> a pizza man who was sort of lost his way. I uh, I broke his leg. Uh, there was a Girl yeah. Scout incident that I don't right. want to talk about. Uh, no, I've there have been times when I like we like heard something and I like exited the house with my baseball bat. Whoa, how'd that feel? It felt cool. Like I still didn't want there to be a problem. Yeah, you didn't. But I use felt it. like it sort of was like. I hope my cute neighbor is seeing me do this. Oh, that's because cool. I look like a badass. You're like just in underwear, pajama pants, no shirt. I was, I was wearing a night, a night guard and a nightgown with a stocking cap. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Oversized Elmo slippers. My sleeping mask was on. I tripped. And I had a little, uh, you know, like the the little buttons over my fanny. Yeah. So I could sit down and take a dookie at night. Uh-huh. I had that and the flap was open. So that, what what happened there? You sort of, you hit your head on I the I bonked bat. my noggin. Yeah. You fell down flat. The flap came open and you started shitting yourself. That's right. The robber, who was a robber, not the neighbor, by the way, oh, felt so robber. bad for you. Yep. He walked in, couldn't help but crack up at the sight of your ass like a volcano going oh, by, off. By the way, it's 11 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody needed this to happen. Most crimes will happen when somebody, they, when they suspect they're at work. That's right. You had me. slept in on that day. I slept in on the day. Do you have a ring cam? No, I don't, but I was I was thinking about getting one of those. But yeah. now, I mean, now I'm in New York, so I don't know if I really need one. I got a Ring Cam, and Ring Cam is starting to socialize its app where it's like, hey, guys, take a look at this Ring Cam footage I uploaded. This guy's rummaging through my trash at 3 a.m. last night. Post it. Mm. Or like, hey, this uh, creepy-looking lady is just walking by my house at 2 in the morning. That seems like 
it will very quickly become problematic. <laughs> yeah. But you can see... Look at this young youth in a hooded sweatshirt. What is he doing on my street? <laughs> he was trying to sell me something, but I was afraid of his hoodie. Uh, but people can upload and comment on this stuff. It's like that Nextdoor app, but as a ring camera. God, I would hate to be in that comment section. Anyway, you should give your girlfriend that app and ask her what she thinks about it. See if she's like, oh, let's upload this video to see like if these are just sort of passing ideas that she has because she's from a small town or if they're rooted in deep racism that she just can't shake. Mm. Because like he's all over the place. He's like... She wants a gun. Also, she thinks that uh, supporting Black Panther is racist. And also, she doesn't like me listening to Childish Cambino. It's like some of the stuff she's saying is like kind of misunderstood. And some of the stuff is like overt borderline racism. Right. I mean, I think I guess like there's some more research that you have to do. But I feel like things like when you talk about inequality, somebody saying that you're playing the race card is like textbook thing that racist people do yeah so you ought to be like careful of shit like that the context clue of being in a small town in texas leads me to believe that there is something there although not all small town people in texas of course have racist uh, sensibilities of course but but i think if these things are important to you they're worth talking about in the relationship and and if like Sure, your relationship seems good if you can't talk about hot button issues, but like you have, those are things that are worth talking about. They're going to come up. I mean, how racist can she be? She might want to marry this non-white man. That's true. He's a brown man. He's an Indian man. <laughs> so right off the bat, she's not a hundred percent certifiable R word. We should do couples therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Me sitting in front of both of them. They're both crying at this point. <laughs> what? So I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, have a conversation is all. Christ. Uh, all right. Ooh, another question before we get the hell out of here from another dude who's in a legit pickle. Okay. Um, my little brother is being a douche nozzle, so let's get this, call this guy Micah. What? Because it's a little brother of yours. Yeah, my little brother's the man. Yeah, but this guy's little brother's being a douche nozzle. Yeah, well, my brother would never be a douche nozzle. Let's call him Amir because you're a little brother <laughs> to your two big brothers, and you're being this, a douche nozzle. This guy has a little brother. He's so do not I. Little brother. All right, we'll call him Jake then. Okay. Okay. Fine. Awesome. I'm in a legit pickle, and I could use your combined Jewish wisdom to help me out. <laughs> a couple of days ago, I was talking to my dad and found out that my little brother hasn't been turning in his homework on time basically every week. He's currently in eighth grade. He told me that he has homework due every Sunday. So next Sunday, I decide to text him and remind him. But he tells me that there's no assignment that week. Cut to the next day, my dad gets an email from the school saying that he has a late assignment. I call the little shit, uh, I call the little shit out on it because he lied right to my freaking face and said there was no assignment that week. He then proceeds me to tell me how annoying I'm being and blocks my number. He has not talked to me in over a month and I'm legit confused. I was just trying to help him out because I used this. I used to do the same thing back in the day and came to regret it. So why is he pegging me as some kind of brotherly douche? How do I get my brother to unblock my number? Amir is a chipmunk. Thanks. <laughs> love Jake. This guy's just trying to do some tough love for his younger brother. Damn. That's tough. I was That's... just like you, kid. Not turning to my assignments. You going to block me? Like I blocked my old man? I don't think so. I'm not going to lose you. And then, like, the dad is right there. Be like, uh, you never blocked my number. Right. But that's still, like, a really cool speech. Yeah. So he could, like, if it lands. <laughs> It'll have been worth the lie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes the land is worth the lie. The land is worth the lie. That's really cool. Yeah. So, see, you, you could do, like, a you could deliver a big epic speech. Yeah. That's one option. I'm worried about you, man. Even though it's just about turning in homework on time. Right. I don't want you to turn out like I did. He's like, I don't know, what are you, you're, you're a like, sophomore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah UC San Diego, it's fine. So you got into a good school. Yeah, yeah, I turned shit around. All right, so I'll do that. Like, I'm, what I'm doing isn't that bad. Oh, all right. <laughs> Keep learning from your mistakes then, I guess. Unblock my number, though, because sometimes I want to text you about other shit. I have funny memes that I've been collecting. I wonder how old this guy is that he is texting his eighth grade brother. Yeah, like if he's texting him, then me, then it sort of seems like he's not living at home. Like maybe he's in college. Yeah, Which college is to eighth grade situation. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I think, I mean, with anything like that, you just got to give him, you got to give him space and time. Yeah, because maybe he's going to learn from his own mistakes. It's not going to work when you just force him to do it. It's What's going to work is like him failing at school and getting detention and needing to repeat shit. Yeah, but it's, it is tricky because then like sometimes you have somebody that like needs to learn from their own mistakes and then you sometimes have somebody that like can't help themselves. Yeah, like, you know, if when you're a father and your son is acting like you acted when you were a teenager, are you going to be like... Listen, boys will be boys. He's going to ditch school and get high. Or you're going to be right. like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't do that. And they'll yeah. be like, why? Well, you did it. <laughs> it's true. I definitely, like, my parents were very concerned about me often. <laughs> As they should have like, been. Yeah. When I wasn't doing well in middle school, they were like, you have to turn this around. Like, this is like, when you get to high school, it's, it's serious. <laughs> like, those grades get you into college. And then I was in high school and I like, did bad. And they were like, you're like, we're not, you're not going to be able to go to college. So like. I wonder if there's a psychological reason you did poorly. Because you weren't dumb. You just didn't want to try. Yeah. I guess the psychological reason is being lazy. Yeah, but why were you lazy? Right. And why, like, like why other lazy people still lazy? cared and they cheated. Like, I didn't even want to cheat. <laughs> I was just like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, why did you, because you didn't get it at home. So who instilled you with the values of this doesn't matter? Um, I don't know. I don't know when those things happen. It was probably like a fucking stray think, cartoon you read. No, it was, I think it was like when I was growing up, I would never stay in trouble that long. So I like got the sense that consequences didn't really matter. So it was so a like, parental thing. So, well, I don't want to blame my parents because they're perfect. But like, I met, like if I did bad in school, they're like, you're grounded for a week. And then like that afternoon, I'd be like, please, I want to go hang out at, at Joe's house. And yeah. they'd be like, fine. Yeah, fine, just get so out of the like, house. Oh, okay, so I can fuck up and still get what I want. I guess because you had like five siblings. Yeah. So I, they I, couldn't care that much about you. Right. It's definitely, I feel like my, pro, like all of the failures of raising me were my own fault for being a piece of shit to begin with, you know? Yeah, but to begin like, with there doesn't was make six, sense. There like, was, but there were six of us, so I really should have taken a little bit of the onus and just been like, all right, I'll try to do good because they don't they don't have the bandwidth <laughs> to watch everybody. Yeah, watch this. Uh, Liza has the flu. <laughs> yeah. Can I go to Joe's house now? Right. There's like three screaming children. My mom's pregnant. And she's like, I just grounded Jake, but he wants to play video games and he's going to not stop talking <laughs> until I let him play GoldenEye. So just fucking do it. But I wonder why your sisters didn't act that same way. Yeah, I don't know. I guess their temperament was just, they were just better people than me. Hmm. I also wonder if it matters, like, it, where in the hierarchy you were born. Like, if you had younger siblings, you're more likely to be messed up, or older siblings or what. Yeah. Usually older siblings, like, take on a caregiving thing where, like, you don't want... You're more responsible. Right. They could also be a little bit of a cautionary tale. So, like, even I was, like, constantly at war with my parents through high school. Well, not like... I mean, it was, like... Fine, but like uh, definitely about grades. You know, we'd like argue and stuff. So maybe the triplets saw that and they're like, "Oh, that seems stressful. I'll yeah. just do my homework." <laughs> Watch this. I I did homework and I got an A. It was pretty easy. Right. Uh, I got out of bed when you guys asked me to. Jake screamed uh, for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> he just sort of yelled and jerked off. Yeah, I was an example of what uh, what stress was look like. What stress looked like. <laughs> Did you ever get A's like accidentally? You're like, oh, I think I know I think I, this story. I think I told this story on the podcast once, but there was like one semester where like the teachers were like, my teachers just said that they were going to give up or they doubted me or something. And I like, at, almost to prove a point, I like got straight A's for one semester my junior year. That's right. This proves that it's in me and you guys aren't good at motivating me, <laughs> smoking a cigarette. You're like some sort of Riddler. <laughs> You're the Joker of yeah. high school. I really think, I think the headmaster like, Basically, we like had a teacher, a kid teacher meeting where he basically called me dumb, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll. And I, I got straight A's, and then and then I started failing the next. Time. Just like, know not, that I'm, I'm capable of it. I'm not stupid. That's right. I'm just lazy. So here come the D's again. Like that's its own version of stupid. Because <laughs> school's not that hard. No, God, no. That's the best part. They basically give you the answers. Yeah, they All want you, you to do is the effort. Yeah. Yeah. 
Everybody wants you to succeed. It's not like school is hard. Yeah, it's made to be easy mm-hmm. so that you do good. I don't know how you could, but I don't know how you can convince an eighth grader. I think at the very least, being an eighth grade, is, there's, a, there's a long runway, and you're a good brother for caring about this right now. Yeah, convincing a 13-year-old to do something boring is nearly impossible. Right. But you're, but you're, your head's in the right place, yep. and you have some time, so just keep an eye on the situation. Or maybe you unblock and you don't even bring up the homework stuff. So right. That he's, he doesn't view you as like the annoying older brother that does that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's probably got to start to look at you as a peer and to look up to you for you to give him some nice earnest advice rather than to, uh, you know, force something down his gullet. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. That's it. That's our time. Thanks for listening. We'll be back, of course, next week. If you have your own questions or uh, theme song submissions, send them all to if I were you show at gmail.com. That opening theme song was written by Van Cleave. Somebody named Van Cleave. That's right. Taylor Van Cleave, uh, the American Idol man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this close. So vote for him on American Idol. I think just text. Text Van Cleave to <laughs> 7136. To Ryan Seacrest. Uh, and this closing one is a I Want It That Way cover. Oh, dope. Uh, let me see who wrote it. Oh, yes. Davey. Uh, they, he sent parodies of the Cheers theme in Africa, so he thought he'd throw another one back at us. We got Davey on keyboards, Mark on guitar and vocals, and Josh on vocals and editing. Toda, thanks to you guys for submitting. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back, as always, next week. For more If I Were You, you can always uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. Every other week, we have a bonus 30-minute ad-free episode of If I Were You, and we also make video versions of it all. So you can yeah, check all check those videos out. out. Check that shit out. At patreon.com slash JA, and we'll be back next week. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.